thou, O son of man, I have set thee a watchman unto the house of Israel. Therefore, thou shalt hear the word of my mouth and warn them from me. Have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. Coming to you from an undisclosed location in Middle Tennessee and examining current events from a biblical perspective, this is Bible News Radio with your hosts, Randall and Stacy Harp. <laughs> Hello, people. Well, it is Saturday. Yeah, it is. I should probably log in, right? There we go. Sorry, people, it's only two of us running this massive Bible News Radio network. <laughs> this is one of my favorite songs. It's called Africa. I hear the drums are going We're going to start off on an upbeat thing so you guys can like share this out on whatever platform you're on. Yeah, you can. <laughs> and then we're going to wildly speculate about the news of the day. And we're going to talk about this song in just a few minutes. Because this song makes no sense. Absolutely not. Hey, Jackie. Hello, everybody. And we actually have a lot of news we didn't get to last night. We're going to continue our discussion about the Boy Scouts. And there's Bareface. Yeah, he is. Are you going to sing or just lip sync? Just lip sync. You look like a goofball when you lip sync. I was out there looking at the if I sing. I'm going to tweet this out. Uh, uh. Now this song makes no sense if you think, if you really listen to the lyrics. The official music video is even better. It really is. Yeah, as far as nonsensical. But it's great because of it. It's the beat. Put a one if you like this song. The wild dogs cry out in the night As they grow restless Longing for some solitary company I know that I must do what's right Sure it's Kilimanjaro rises Like Olympus above the Serengeti Have you thought about that? I seek to cure what's deep inside Now we, we have Frightened of this thing that I've become. So he's frightened of something, but we don't know what. Thing that he's, he's become. Oh, right. Yep. So this is, I bless the rains down in Africa. That's what it's saying. song. You know, almost everybody knows this song in the world. Toto did this. What a name, huh? What a name for a band. I was Great thinking, name for a dog. I know. That's, yeah. That's what I always think of. Yep. Ah, you think I sing quite well, huh? Thank you. I try. It's a gift from on high. Okay, I bless the rains. I bless the rains down in Africa. I bless the rains down in Africa. 
we're, we're, we're really, we're racist for playing this. <laughs> Whatever. That's kind of off. Now I'm gonna take some time. Yeah, this is Bible News Radio, people. Where we dip our foot into classic rock and roll. <laughs> Don't hate us. The whole song is a metaphor, huh? You know what's really interesting? Okay. What? Well, here's the thing. Uh, this, this is actually what I think. I'm going to share my thoughts. Take off my headset here. What I really think, this is just my thought, just so you know. I'm gonna stop the song right now, abruptly. There you go. <laughs> what I really think makes this song so interesting is da 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 da. That is the song. It's it's the it's the music and the music here. It. I think, you can judge me if you want, but I think this is like kind of designed to put you into an altered state of consciousness. That's what I actually think. Um, it's mindless. And so this whole song, I actually did research on this song because I was like, what the heck is this song about? And Randall told me, he's like, nobody really knows. Nobody really knows what this song is about. And I go, are you sure? He's like, yep. And so I went to Wikipedia. And especially I did, if you go watch the video. It's I know. It's great in the library and the books burning. Yeah, the- it's like... Anyway, the consensus truly is about this song, Africa by Toto, that nobody really knows what it's about. Even the writers won't even say what it's really about. I kind of think it's about, I think it's left up to us, like a gestalt dream. In fact, I don't know if you are aware of gestalt gestalt, or gestalt, depending on who you ask, uh, dream therapy. But as a therapist, you know, I was kind of trained in in that and dream interpretation and, and, um, Maybe you did not know that. Just tell me your dream, people. I'll tell you what it means. No. <laughs> Actually, just all dream therapy is very interesting. But yeah, so anyway, that was free. So how has your day been, people? Has it been good? Have you had a great day? Well, I don't know about you, but me and Bareface, we went, we played pickleball. We had fun. I beat Bareface. I wiped the floor with him. Just, I mean, you should have seen my side. 11 to one yeah it was randall got the one though i have to admit randall got me on a serve yeah he did he served the ball and i missed it (laughs) true story but there's nothing to defend just so you know and um randall knows how awesome i am and so you know he's not saying anything right now in his own defense (laughs) actually he played pretty good it was his partner that didn't play good, right, Bareface? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> hey, it's no competition. Okay, so we went to the we. Okay, look, I'm gonna talk about yeah, Jeff did in a some minute. Good games did some. But we we went to the gym first, right? We went into the weight room. I have to tell you, my man is buff. So this shoulder press machine where you you sit back and then you you do this shoulder press thing. Eight pounds, I can do eight pounds. Yeah, I can. Yeah, she can. I saw it. I witnessed <laughs> it. I think she can do more, but she just doesn't believe in herself I, enough to. I could barely do eight pounds two weeks ago. Okay, I because I am I am a flabby upper body armed person, and I'm not ashamed to admit it. It's pretty true. Most women are weak. I am 
I am in that category. My legs are great. My legs are super strong. Randall sits on there, though. He puts on, he, he moves the thing down all nonchalantly to 218 pounds. And he's like leaning back and he's like, and I'm like, 118 pounds? What the heck? You can, you can lift 118 pounds? Like, and I'm like barely, I'm struggling with eight. So that's just what I usually use, just to. So I don't feel down. bad that I kicked. Oh, it's building butt muscle. I use more on but. the pickleball court. Just saying, people. So what I lack in upper body strength, I can totally wipe the floor with them on the pickleball court because I'm better, right, bareface. Yeah. Yeah, I am. Yeah, you are. So there you have it, people. All right. So with that said, breaking news. This just in. Jeff, Jeffrey Epstein was committed suicide, so they want you to think. Or did he? That is the question. Does anybody really know? You know, as they would say on the TV show Parks and Recreation, let's wildly speculate, people, about what really happened. So, in all seriousness, though, um, you know, unfortunately, somebody is now dead. Now, I have to be honest, and I'm going to be honest, and if you're, if you want to judge me, go ahead, but I see no love lost here. Personally, uh, this guy was the scum of the earth, uh, pedophile, child rapist, um, scumbag, right? So when any child rapist scumbag who never repents of their sin is wiped off the face of the earth, whether it's by his own hand or somebody else's, now he's got to meet his maker and you know there's a there's a proverb that says it's appointed unto man wants to die and after that the judgment and there's also another proverb that says um it, it, a way that seems right unto man leads in death mm -hmm. and so i will say that in all the stuff that i watched you know, uh, I watched InfoWars, which, by the way, you guys, it's been one year since Alex Jones was banned from YouTube, Apple, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, a lot of people have for kind of forgotten about the whole banning of Alex Jones. And it's not just Alex Jones who's been banned. It's been a lot of conservatives, a lot of people who don't have the resources to um, do what they do on these liberal run platforms so that's been a year okay now according to alex jones matt drudge about four to five years ago warned him and told him hey you better start getting your network in order put things on your own server do all this other stuff because they're coming after you and they want to ban you so alex you know he's got some money i have no idea how many people donate to the guy but I personally don't take, I, I've never personally had any issues with Alex Jones and anything that he reports because he documents it all. What I have had an issue with, especially um, probably before the Obama administration came in, it was around that time, is all the Ron Paul supporters who watched Alex Jones because Ron Paul supporters were insane. 
it's at least in California. I mean, it was like a cult of Ron Paul people in California. Vote Ron Paul, vote. and you know, and they were all Infowars freaks, and and so there's been a lot of um, interesting negative association, at least there with me. But what I will say is that if you actually watch Alex Jones's show and you watch how he documents all the stuff the liberal media puts up and then he gives his own spin on it and largely actually documents, just says, you know, he just shows what they're doing. That's why the guy is banned, I think. And I think they actually want him dead. And, you know, I've heard him say on more than one occasion that he is not suicidal. If he ever ends up dead, just so you know, he was murdered. And uh, I highly believe that. I actually have a friend recently uh, who told me about a woman who did some research. Uh, this was a highly respected doctor who was doing research on vaccinations. And I actually have the name of her, but I'm not going to say what it is right now. I'm actually trying to get her on the show. But anyway, long story short, this friend of mine who, I, who is completely reliable um, was talking about how this woman stumbled upon some stuff in the whole vaccination world uh, as a legit award-winning researcher in this area. And um, let's just say she was smart enough to back it up on her own little disc, disc thing. And then all of a sudden, she ended up in jail and arrested on trumped up charges they didn't give her any reason why they just took her into to prison ransacked her house tried to find what it was that she uncovered that she was trying to publish and eventually they let her out she wrote a book about it and she she continues to speak out about it publicly because if she doesn't she could very well be dead and i'm pretty sure that they would actually try to kill her so you know there are nefarious people out there uh you know, who do stuff. And, and there's so much out there that we can't even talk about. There's Big Pharma, there's Monsanto, um, there's the elite, there's the Illuminati, there's the Clintons, you know. I still personally have questions about the death of Tom White, who was one of the, the I don't know what his official title was at the Voice of the Martyrs, uh, very well-known nonprofit Christian ministry to the persecuted church. But Tom White committed suicide. This is the report anyway, on the campus of the Voice of the Martyrs in Bartlesville, Oklahoma, about seven years ago, give or take. And the reason that was given that he committed suicide was because he was under investigation for child molestation. Now, the thing that was I found really interesting about that is that Tom was a persecuted Christian hero. He had suffered for his faith in Cuba as a believer, because Cuba is a communist country, at least at the time that he came in, he was. And then all of a sudden, now he's dead and under investigation for child molestation. And I told my husband, because Voice of the Martyrs told me I couldn't report upon it, because at the time I was writing the persecutionblog.com, and they, I was specifically ordered to not talk about it. Janet Parshall over on Moody Radio, and at the time I think she was Janet Parshall's America over on WAVA, had Todd Nettleton on, who was the VOM Director of Media Services. She didn't cover it. They didn't touch it. They didn't talk about it at all. And yet I thought... I told Randall, I said, you know, what I think is really interesting is that Tom traveled all over the world 
to countries that are well known for sex trafficking and child abuse. And yet the Christian media doesn't like to talk about it. And I'm speculating there. I don't know if he did. But what I can tell you is that I find it highly suspicious. And so just saying, most pedophiles are big fat cowards. If you think about it. Because they're sexually assaulting children. Innocent children who cannot defend themselves. They don't have the comprehension to defend themselves. Um and they're cowards at heart. They really are. So if this man actually committed suicide, on the one hand, I can see that because uh, pedophiles are cowards. Um, on the other hand, given all his connections and knowing the Clintons and their murder machine and the fact that many years ago when Vince Foster, you know, miraculously ended up dead and I think there was a list of 50 or 60 people that went around at one point. It might have been 100 that all of a sudden just mysteriously got killed. Oh, some some went off the road. Some died mysteriously of a heart attack. Breitbart ended up dead at one point. You know, I mean, so, you know, the media is reporting that that um, that he wasn't on suicide watch. Uh I, I I actually pulled my friends on Facebook. I'll just share with you a few a few things here. Let me see if I can I can find some of my friends' responses because I really want to know what my my friends actually thought. Some of you um, are out here, but so I I posed the question. I said uh, I said, what do you think? Murdered? Real suicide? The elite took him out or something else? And and interestingly, um, Sean said real suicide. Uh, Lenny said suicide. I think he was ashamed at being caught in the acts he did, to which I completely disagree because, like, pedophiles, they're never sorry for anything. Um, my friend Phil from Pickleball said the Clintons. I tend to agree with Phil. Phil actually served in the military, and even though he can be kind of a butthead on the pickleball court, he's actually a very smart guy and served honorably in our military for many years. Uh, Jody said, dead man cannot testify. He was on suicide watch, not murder watch. Robert, Randall's lifelong friend, said, murdered. There is a growing list of people who end up deceased after calling out the Clintons on wrongdoing. And Bill has been named a big player in this deal. Many of these people are young and suddenly have a heart attack or supposedly commit suicide. Yet the gunshot was to the back of their head. The Clintons are not a family to mess with, Bill or Hillary. Amazing, though, that Trump is criticized for all of his wrongdoing and Clinton is rarely mentioned. The Democrats hard at work. Natasha said suicide. He got caught and saw no way out. Uh, Martha said uh, 187, i.e. murdered. Why? Number one, there was already a failed first attempt. Two, he's a narcissist and they don't feel shame as a healthy person would. Three, um, and then it, I guess... Uh, um, Oh, in three, she gave me this link to Breitbart, which actually um, says here, Reuters is reporting prison guards skipped mandatory checks before Jeffrey Epstein's death. And it says here, guards at the New York City jail were where millionaire investor Jeffrey Epstein was found dead Saturday, did not conduct routine checks on prisoners the previous night, according to a report. <laughs> Suppose somebody greased the palm. Epstein died of a suspected suicide after being found unresponsive in his Manhattan Correctional Center cell where he was being held on sex trafficking charges. 
uh, at approximately 6.30 a.m. Epstein was found unresponsive, blah, blah, Carrie said that's that's But anyway, so I'm not going to read this whole thing. But anyway, so you guys, you guys have your, your thing. Let's see what some of you were saying here. Um, I'm going to scroll back so I can go back to the thingy here. Um, let's go ahead here. Love, Alex. Tommy Norman says, yes, me and you are on the same page, my friend. No, he was banned for saying the Sandy Hook victims were crisis actors, among other things. Oh, okay, you're referring to Alex. I don't believe Alex should have been banned anywhere, freedom of speech. Well, yeah, that whole, that's that's an interesting topic, because if you start banning one person from their point of view, and they're not threatening or killing anybody in any way, then that sets a really bad precedent for everybody else. Um, so there's that. So let's see here. Okay, I'm not going to read that because it's a different conversation. Uh, yeah, I'm going to get her on the show. I, I actually am waiting for a response. I put in a thing to try to get her on the show. Reminds me of the movie Kill the Messenger, conservatives being banned and de demonetized everywhere. Yeah. And you know what? This is the interesting thing. And, you know, one thing I want to tell you guys is, first of all, if you're seeing the show, thank you. <laughs> Yay, you're here. Um, our show has been shadow banned. That's a fact. That is a fact. I know somebody who works at, you know, who went into Twitter and he, you know, he shared the inside story about how we're being banned and shadow banned on Twitter. And Periscope is owned by Twitter. Um YouTube, yeah, and of course we're we're in Google. Let's see, where's the other? We're on Twitch. Uh, we haven't really done much over on Twitch, but but um, if you're seeing this show, hit the notification button wherever you're at, so you get notified when we're on. Hit subscribe or slam that like button to to quote somebody really famous on YouTube, and get on my text message list. That's probably the most important thing. If you text the term Bible news to three, three, two, two, two. And it's down here scrolling in here. It'll, it'll go by. If you, if you forget, get on my text message list because I pay for this text message list and everybody has a phone and you will get notifications when I go on. Sometimes I go on like not at my normal time, but that way you'll get, you, you know, you'll get the news that I'm going to talk about when I'm going to go on and you won't miss the show, and then you can tell other people about it too, because you're not going to get notified. <laughs> These platforms are, are banning us, and they're hiding us on purpose, because we're Christians, because we're conservatives, because we have a mind of our own. We're not brainwashed by the masses, okay? So, um, so thank you all for coming in and sharing it out too, because like we don't even broadcast on Facebook. I stopped broadcasting on Facebook because I have, what, like, I don't know, 35, almost 4,000 likes on Facebook. None of them bought. People saw my show. They liked it. And when I broadcasted this show for one year, five days a week on Facebook, the maximum people that would ever see my show was about 20. 20 of thousands. And I was on every day for an hour. I was like, this is pointless. Don't tell me that Facebook wasn't banning me on some level. I couldn't even put ads to boost this show on Facebook. So anyway, so that's part of that. But um, Antonin Scalia, right, Tommy? That was suspicious too, wasn't it? Found with a pillow over his head. How do you commit suicide if, if it's a pillow over your head? Um, let's see. 
I'm from Arkansas. Okay, yeah, you are. Clintons are totally corrupt, always have been. Um, and he was taken off suicide watch. Cameras were not working. That's convenient, isn't it? Epstein was a psychopath and narcissist. They don't commit suicide. Exactly. Because here's the thing. Narcissists, and I know quite a bit about this. Narcissists, you know what they care about? And I know some narcissists, trust me. All they give a crap about is their image and how good they look. They are monsters behind the scene. They treat they treat the people closest to them like crap. They love bomb you at first. Then they bring you into their web. Then they devalue you and show you the monster. And then they abuse you. If you, if you stand up to them, then, you know, it's hell to pay. And then, you know, it, it goes, it's a mind game big time. But they, all they care about is their image. Uh, let's see here. Power outage. Okay, I don't Scroll through. Your show is slow. Okay. Well, we're slow because people like you who watch are also slow. There you go. How's that? Does that make you feel better? Okay. So what does that mean? Shadow ban. Okay. So what, it, what shadow ban means is that in their algorithms and all of that, they are hiding our shows in the feed or on YouTube or on Periscope. They're not letting people see it. And they, they manipulate it just like uh, so many of you have seen this viral video. And I, I probably should get it to Randall at some point. But there's, there's this viral video out there talking about how Google is manipulating or did manipulate and will, will also manipulate uh, what people see for the elections. And they're, they're doing it just like Facebook a number of years ago got busted. Um, doing experiments with the things that they were showing people and like like for example facebook um is guilty of in the last election telling all the democrats to go out and vote and it was documented that they got millions more votes because they did that but they didn't notify all the republicans right so you're being manipulated by these liberal satanically run platforms and yeah i will say satanically run because the people that run these people these are not godly people george soros funds a lot of this that man is a wicked evildoer from the pit of hell and um and there are many other people out there too so so yeah there we are so anyway randall <laughs> your thoughts husband well it is interesting you know sources say that uh yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I'm out of it, so, you know, I didn't realize that he was in, you know, a, a prison. I know they'd been busted a while back, and basically was out on parole for 36 months regarding one, uh, molesting one 14-year-old girl, but then, you know, through this investigation, he was arrested for uh, sex trafficking of, you know, many, and so that landed him in prison. Uh, but apparently, sources say that uh, like 12 days ago, he was found unconscious in his cell with injuries to his neck. Um, yeah, somebody else is on, trying to get to him. And they put him on suicide watch. And yeah, and the suicide watch was lifted just days before um, his you know, suicide today. I mean, so that's kind of interesting. Yeah, so Joey Giggles, who I know is political and conservative, 
he says periscope shadow bans him too yeah and you know it's interesting joey this is why i know this because my friend Je jennifer you guys know dr jennifer fee she's my friend well she's liberal she's very liberal actually i know i don't about well okay she's liberal. moderately liberal but her show when she does her show yeah. She is a psychologist that talks about anxiety and all this other stuff. Well, which is not it's a non it's a it's a non-threatening yeah. topic, but she doesn't broadcast every day. No. They they bumped her to gold star status. Right. They have featured her at least a dozen times. Right. So they and, like her stuff better. So where does the Well, no, cuz when I was in California right. a couple of months ago, we me and Jennifer and you guys know, me and Jennifer did parallel scopes with the exact same, same title. title and periscope pushed hers out and didn't mine and it's because bible news radio is not the name that you want on periscope you know and so and, you know with several you have many more followers yeah i have more followers more hearts um and you know and all that but yeah anyway so it's it's so funny and it but was the same time the, same, the title, same time the same time everything with the same people in and, it and we did it as an experiment yeah. too yeah and jennifer came on my she was on my broadcast just like i was on hers and and yeah so so now Papa Bear Alaska, you guys know him on Periscope. Papa Bear Alaska was on our show. He actually has been inside Twitter and explained some of the stuff that happens. Twitter, Periscope loves him though, but they, it's kind of like they have a love-hate relationship with him because they love his content, but he's a conservative Christian. So it's like, just saying, you know, it's anyone. Anyway, so yeah, everyone knew, knew Epstein was going to be killed. Yeah, I'm not real shocked by it, but... It does kind of make you wonder, you know, um, because as a Christian, our job is to go out and share the message of salvation with people and the gospel of Jesus Christ. That's what our job is. And I personally refuse to get off these platforms. Uh, you know, I could go on Christian networks and pay a lot of money to have Bible news radio out there. I actually did it when I first started the show years ago, and it was kind of pointless because I'm preaching to the choir. I don't care about the choir. I want people who don't know the Lord, you know, to come in and listen to an actual real Christian and their point of view, not some fake prophet or whatever, you know, trying to get money out of you. You know, Christians are serious biblical people we have morals we have hearts of integrity you know senses of humor you know i mean hello we like toto from africa i'm just saying um <laughs> it's like have you ever run into a real believer not one of these like fake ones but an actual real christian <laughs> how dare us be on these platforms the nerve of us i say yeah so so if if you keep banning us i don't care i'm coming back because you know what there's people on these platforms who need the lord they need help they need to make sure that they're not going to kill themselves because jesus loves them yeah he does and uh you know and i don't think it's a mistake and i know some of you out there agree with this i do not think it's a mistake like pastor tommy me um whoever else verify just left anyway i don't think it's a mistake that 
us certain Christians connected on these platforms. I don't. In fact, it's kind of funny to me because Periscope's been around for four years. It's just past its four-year birthday. We have been broadcasting here now for four years. And what I can tell you is that four years ago, I didn't know any of you. If you're watching this show, unless you knew me, I didn't know you. Right? And yet a lot of us are pretty close now as a result of that. And we see the stuff that's happening. And we have to band together, people. Yeah, we do. Are you with me? Yeah, you are. Yeah, because remember, hey, you know, remember um, remember a couple of weeks ago I had on, I had on um, Bob McGinnis, you know, Washington Insider, uh, Lieutenant Colonel retired Robert L. McGinnis. He actually works in the Pentagon still. He's a deep, he wrote a book called Deeper State. That talks about all the elite, and this guy would know. He's been in the Pentagon and Washington area for 50 years. He wrote this book called Progressive Evil. If you haven't gotten this book yet, uh, you need to get it. Just saying. This is a great book. You should go over to my store on Amazon, which is amazon.com forward slash shop forward slash Bible News Radio. This book is in there under my show guest, I believe it is. Progressive Evil. This tells you how your rights are being taken away, how your freedom of speech is being taken away. It talks about how the media is trying to get guns banned. Because think about this, right? There were two shootings recently. Um, we all know about, right? One in Ohio, one in Texas. Okay? One at Walmart and one in some other place. Was the other one at Walmart? I can't remember. Anyway, anyway the point is, that instead of looking at the heart of the problem, literally, which is the heart of mankind and evil people, you know, immediately the liberal elites jump on, ban guns, ban guns. Some of my friends on Facebook I play pickleball with who are flaming liberals. Yeah, let's ban guns. It's not guns. It's not guns. And if you're as old as me, you probably saw that show All in the Family many years ago where Archie Bunker was having a conversation with Meathead, appropriately named, and um, Meathead and him were talking about banning guns. And, and Archie said, hey, you know what? If everybody on an airplane has a gun, do you think, like, the plane is going to be hijacked? No. But see, the liberal media, like, propped up Archie Bunker as that bigoted, hateful conservative that the world hates. And yet, Archie was brilliant. Right? You know, uh... Um, trying to think of the knucklehead's name that played Meathead. What was that guy's name? Rob Reiner? Yep. Okay, yeah. So Rob Reiner the, epitomizes the stupidity of liberals way back in the 70s when that show was on, or was it the early 80s? 70s. Yeah, okay, yeah. Meathead is still a meathead. That's right. He is a meathead. <laughs> you know, and so they're trying to take away your right to bear arms, people. And if you follow Alex Jones and some of these other people, you may not realize this if you don't, but there is an ammunition shortage on purpose. They are doing it very subtly. Think about this. Walmart. When these things took place at Walmart, one of the first things I saw come up in the media was, let's ban gun sales at Walmart. Why? What, because somebody came in and shot people at Walmart, so it's Walmart's fault, so we're going to ban guns at Walmart? 
Do you realize how many guns are sold at Walmart? Think about it. Walmart is one of the biggest businesses in our country, if not the world, right? And then a couple of days ago, I think, did I talk about this last night on the show where this guy came in, he was all dressed up. He went into another Walmart. He had ammo around him. I talked about that, right? Yes, you did. Okay. Now that guy, I think, um, intentionally did this for media attention, first of all. But I also think he could be one of those trained uh, elite, what do you call um, that word? Manchurian candidate type people. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Tommy, you know the right word I'm trying to think of. But yeah, I think these people out here, there's a lot of nutty people out there, people. Um, you know, and as as one of my, my friends put it, what are we going to do? Ban knives? You know, if some killer comes and stabs you or we're going to, we're going to, you know, let's see. How many ways can we kill people? Knives, water, <laughs> drown them. Um, let's see. Of Alcohol. Course. I mean, of course, just... of course, the argument against that is saying, well, knives have another purpose. You know, cars have another purpose. Water has another purpose. The only purpose of a gun is to injure or kill. You know, <laughs> however, hmm. I wouldn't say it completely. However, yeah, however, you, there you are. You, You're the doing that drawl. You look at the stats, you know, they're. There are not more guns. There are not more gun owners. There are not more guns in the black market than there used to be. Uh, there are fewer guns. Fewer people have them. And yeah. Automobiles, good one. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, the, the, the critics would say, well, automobiles have a, a purpose other than killing people. Yes, they can be used to kill people, but... They have a good usage, and the good usage outweighs the bad they usage. They protect us from government. They protect our, our borders. Right. Anyway, what I was going to say is that you can look historically when there were, there were more guns, there were more gun owners, and there weren't these mass shootings. Right. Less crime uh, rates. It, it was a, it's, a, it's a cultural shift is what it is. Mm-hmm. You can talk to many people you know, that are... You know, older than I am, uh, you know, especially in the Midwest where these things happened in Texas, and uh, uh, the other one was where? Um, oh, Ohio, I think. Yeah. Was it Ohio? Yeah. See, I don't sit in front of the liberal media yeah, all day. I believe so. Uh, and and uh, the other, the, the parent one that was thwarted was in St. Louis, or mm-hmm. around there in Missouri. So, anyway. Especially in the Midwest, where we, hunting is much more prevalent. Yep. You know, those folks will tell you they used to drive to high school, you know, with you know, with a rifle rack and a gun in their car, you know, and then bringing a gun to school was no big deal. You know, they would bring guns to school, and nobody got shot, anything like that. So what's different? It's not like more teens and more young men have guns than they used to, or or guns are more powerful than they used to be, or anything like that. Uh, it's what has changed is is culture, and you can say, well, we've debunked video games and all that, and it's, I I don't know. Show me a study that you know that shows that they're not. I mean. Well, you got Grand Theft Auto and, you know, whatnot, you know, where... Right. 
Or the whole... You, you know, there's a whole bunch of comments on YouTube we didn't talk about. Yeah. We've been... Let's par- to them. Let me say hi to YouTube. Uh, so, uh, Barb is there. Um, Barb says, no one on YouTube believes the current version of the Epstein story. Any of them. I don't think he's dead. Must be a conspiracy theorist. Jeff says hi. So does Denise. Uh, NASA. You know... Um, and Barb Aragon says, couldn't it do the text, how hard finding, get back it, erase thing, hate things, it's evil things, people. That was kind of an awkward sentence. <laughs> people need Jesus, but get the text thing I tried, okay. So, to get on my text message list, you go up to your text message and you on put... On the crawler in, right now. And you put 33222 to the number. That's the number you're, you put in. And then underneath, you send the term Bible news to that. You should be able to get on. Um, but let, let me talk yeah, about Barb's... The, the destination, the, the person you're texting to is 33222. Yeah. And the message is Bible news. Yeah. But let's talk about Barb because I actually read over on... Um, well, I guess it was YouTube and also on Alex Jones's comments uh, when he covered this Epstein thing that some people believe that he isn't dead. Some people brought up Osama bin Laden. Think about it, people. We still haven't seen him, have we? Saddam Hussein, you know, we they were in the water. There's no body. Nobody has seen this body, right? Where's the body of Epstein? Was he really killed? Was Hitler really killed people? Did we really go to the moon? Or was that all staged? Okay, I'm being a little facetious here, okay. but this is some of this stuff out there, okay? Hitler, Hitler's dead now. If yeah, well, <laughs> he wasn't killed during World War II, he's definitely dead now. Well, my stepfather served under Hitler, and he got out of Germany afterwards, so... And he was much younger than right. Otto Hitler at the time. Right, so... So, is he dead? I don't know. Epstein? Yes. Some people are saying, no, he's not dead. But I don't know about that. I think a lot of people have been whacked. And I tend to lean toward the elite and the Clintons. Personally, it makes it makes the most sense to me, given the scumbags that the Clintons are. Um, given, I mean, think about it. Bill Clinton is one of the biggest perverts on the planet, people. Go back to 1998 when this man was president, when he was having sex with interns who were like barely adults. You know, he's got the most embittered wife in the world. How the heck they even had a child? I have no clue. But what I can say is that Bill Clinton is a narcissist to the nth degree. Hillary, I believe, is an actual sociopath herself and definitely a narcissist for sure. And what I can say is that Listeners I know in Arkansas know that pretty much Arkansas is owned by them. And like we said, there if you go look online, there's the list of this long of the people that have died who've come out. Some have died in prison. Like I said, some have died mysteriously. Some, you know, brakes just went out on their car somehow, you know. I mean, some run off the road. I mean, it's like a movie, you know. But meanwhile... The current president, who kind of um, somehow ended up president, <laughs> he's president somehow. So here's the other thing we got to think about. And and again, like I said, we're just wildly speculating because I've had somebody actually bring this to me and say, 
Um, do you think that Donald Trump is actually part of this big plan of the elite? Is he really one of them? And if so, is he doing his part real well? And you know what? There's a little part of me that wonders that. And I have to say this because think about this. Number one, this guy is a gazillionaire. Number two, he isn't dead. Okay. As far as I know, I mean, he might walk around with, well, he's president, so he has some type of security, but the man isn't dead. And after all the stuff that he's done, I'm surprised he isn't dead. Just saying. A one world government is being put in place right before our eyes, people. The media has this narrative of racism going on constantly left and right. And here's the thing I was going to bring up that I just forgot about and just remembered because I am 50 after all. And that is that shooting, 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 traumatize us, traumatize us, traumatize us, traumatize us, get us focused on the shooter, ban guns, ban guns, bans guns, bans guns, bans guns, ban. Oh, racism, racism. Yeah, we all hate each other. Yeah, we do. Meanwhile, behind the scenes, Epstein is getting plotted to get killed or and or assassinated and or they're going to whisk him off to some faraway island where he can go out and continue to rape children the rest of his life because somehow the big wigs got him out, right? I mean, give me a break. I mean, this this is real. They're, all this stuff is real, okay? Whether or not, I, you know, I, I kind of hope he's dead than the other thing. But somebody is pulling the strings, Meanwhile, you're getting conservatives, Christians, and people who have a mind of their own banned from big media, social media platforms. And think about this. This is happening in America. It already happens in other communist countries. We're not completely communist, socialist yet, but that's where they're going with us. Right? So as believers, what is our role? Is our role to jump in and, and really care all about this and go, oh my gosh, I think our role is to be discerning people and to pay attention to what's going on so that we can be wise as serpents, like Matthew 10 talks about, and innocent as doves, and so that we can go out there and we can begin rescuing people who are in the darkness and bring them into the light. Because I'm gonna tell you something, the rapture can happen any minute. There is nothing that needs to be done for the Lord to take his church out of the way. And when that happens, America, as we know it, and the world, as we know it, will be a living hell way more than it currently is. Do you understand what I'm saying? So here's the thing. We as the church need to get bold in our faith and we need to proclaim God's word above the word of the world. Because, you know, so many people are distracted by this stuff, and that's exactly what Satan wants. He doesn't want people focusing on Jesus Christ and what he did for us on the cross, and he doesn't want people focusing on the gospel at all. He doesn't want us in our Bibles, because if we actually take the time to read our Bible and pray and ask God for wisdom, he's going to show us what's going on. And I will say this as well, and, you know, you can tell me whatever the heck you think, but I think... The book of the word of God is being opened up. I think the knowledge that the Lord has there has been magnified, especially after these last 30 years, 
that I've been a believer. And Daniel says that in the end of times, you know, not only will travel and all that increase, but the wisdom and the mysteries of God will be unlocked. Now, if we can see, because we're in the light, what's going on, it's our job as people of light, as children of God, of light, to go out there and say, hey, I know you kind of can't see this, but let's kind of like shed some light on this situation a different way and get you to come over here. You know, have you ever heard, have you ever seen this? Did you know that Jesus loves you? Who is this Jesus? Why do people hate the Jews? Just as an example, you know, why is it important that guns are not banned? Did Jesus really say we can't defend ourselves? You know, are we supposed to love one another? Aren't we supposed to pray for our enemies and bless those who spitefully use us? Why? Why do we do that? Take that and bring it out. Throw that into the conversation in order to ask God to illuminate the hearts of those wicked people who some will, some will be Saul and become Paul. You know what I'm saying? And when those Pauls happen, like Kamal Salim, as an example, you know, then, and if you don't know who Kamal Salim is, Kamal Salim is a former Muslim who actually came to this country, America, to kill us as a Muslim. He came on my show and testified to that, but God met him, boom. Not only, not only did he come to America to kill us, but he actually was in a car accident, ended up in the hospital, ended up with Christian doctors taking care of him. He had no family. The Christian doctor took him to his house, made him get better and everything. He had a one word, you know, he had this experience with Jesus Christ got born again, and now he's out there uh, with General Jerry Boykin writing books and, and sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ all over the place. That's what we need. Because look, people, this isn't just the issue at hand that they want you to look at. Islam, and we have said this for years, they want to destroy our country by 2020. And that is like literally around the corner, people. Do you realize that we have Muslims in our government that are trying to implement Sharia law on a massive scale? And as a woman, let me tell you something. If you're a woman, let me tell you something. I would be scared if you're a woman because we are being, we are, you know, you talk about women and feminism and stuff. These women Muslims who are doing this and some men, they don't give a crap about my rights and protecting me. They want to put me in bondage like all the other Muslim women across the world. They want to get to the point where they can actually stone you to death out there in public, just like in biblical times. You know, it's not a joke. It's not a joke. And anybody that talks about this stuff, they're like, well, you're crazy. Well, you can think I'm crazy if you want, but it's usually the people who think that who haven't done the research and looked at stuff. You know what I mean? So anyway... Yeah, Barb says that uh, Trump isn't stopping it. There's a Trojan horse. And pray that the Muslims have dreams of Jesus. And that's right. During Ramadan, which is soon, by the way, um, that is generally when the Lord has been showing up to in dreams for these people. And I will also say that um, that is the largest time that Christians around the world are being persecuted. I mean, a couple of years ago in Nigeria, 700 churches were, were burnt down in one day. 
How many of you heard about that on the news? None of you. You know why? Because they didn't cover it. You know how I heard about it? Because I have a friend that lived in Nigeria who works for Jubilee Campaign, which is a ministry to the persecuted church. And he's the one that came on my show. His name is um, Ogeb, um, Manuel Ogebe. Manuel Ogebe. It took me a minute. Thank you, Bareface. Um, and he actually spent time in prison himself. Um, but, you know, he talked about it. He had family and friends die as a result of what they did. But no, no, we don't want to talk about it. When the churches begin closing here, you might take notice. And I'm just going to say that uh, it will happen. It will happen. It's going to happen because the Antichrist has to come to power. And he has to silence the people. He has to gag the masses in order to get that power. And that's a fact. The Bible is 100% true. And everything that the Lord said has come to pass has come to pass. You know, God does not lie, but Satan does. And the media that you watch, if you're watching, if you're drinking the Kool-Aid from Fox, CNN, you know, and all the others, you're, you're getting the enemy's report every single day. So make sure you're opening up the word of God. You're getting that report first so you can weigh it with what's going on. Because you know what, you guys? We actually live in extremely exciting times. I don't have any fear at all. I mean, I know that there's like horror, 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 but you know what? We have the golden opportunity to give hope to a lost and dying world. We have the opportunity to walk in peace and not fear because we know the Prince of Peace and we know he's coming back, right? Yeah, I think that's the case. So, um, so. Ram, do you want to say anything, or, or should we take our break? Um, yeah, let's do that and then get into the stories that we didn't cover uh, last night since we've got a little over half hour left. <laughs> I, know. I know. I cannot believe that we've gone this way. Okay, well, I want to share with you guys something. Um, so you guys know that a lot of unjust things happen in the world, right? You know? Uh, I have a friend today that on Instagram, she got on Instagram, she is a business owner and she started to share um, on her story about how she's having trouble with a package of hers being delivered and she's just frankly getting the runaround from the company that did this and Amazon is involved and long story short, she could easily get this package. It's like literally 15 minutes from her house. It's holding up her business. It's driving her crazy. And anyway, to make a long story short, I'm watching her story and I'm seeing her stressed out because she's doing all the things that normally what we do when we try to get good service and we're trying to rectify a problem. In this case, they're not doing anything. So I messaged her and I said, are you familiar with Legal Shield?" And she messaged me back. She says, is it in Canada? And I said, yeah, it's in Canada. Currently, it's in four provinces, but pretty soon it's going to be opened up to the whole country, all, all 10 provinces or however many there are over there. And so she asked me about it. And I said, look, let's just set up a time to talk about it. Why did I reach out to her? Because I am so sick and tired of people going through stuff like that because because no, because number one, some people are incompetent. Number two, customer service sucks. Number three, people are taking advantage of constantly. And number four, a lot of people can't afford a lawyer. They don't think about it because they only think about a lawyer for big, huge situations. 
right? So I got involved with this company a little over a year ago. And what I can tell you, 25 bucks a month, people, you can get your will done, your advanced directive done. You can get your power of attorney papers made. You get unlimited access to call up your attorney law firm however many times and you're not being charged by the minute. You know, most law firms, by the way, charge every six minutes. You're on the phone six minutes, you get paid, you know, charged whatever it is that they charge you. The average is 250 to 400, depending where you live. You know, an hour? That's insane. With Legal Shield, you, you get unlimited access. You can call an attorney anytime. And that's just the base. I was talking to somebody yesterday, a couple, well, two days ago. She got a traffic ticket. I was actually talking to my friend Jennifer, <laughs> who was afraid she was going to get a parking ticket where she's at because she was someplace new. And I was like, hey, get Legal Shield. Because <laughs> if you get a ticket, they will help you. They'll go to court for you. And by the way, just so you know, you don't have to pay those tickets. It's actually a, uh, it's actually a thing to show up in court. Most people don't take the time to do that. But with Legal Shield, that person will throw, show up in court for you. And they'll either get your points reduced. Sometimes they get it dismissed. In fact, one of my friends, her son, it turned out he had an outstanding a warrant on his, he had a ticket. He actually signed up to go into the Navy. Um, but because they found out that this ticket was outstanding, um, and he had to get into the Navy, his court date wasn't for like three months until after his enrollment date into the Navy. Well, they called Legal Shield. Legal Shield said, hey, maybe we can get him into the his thing earlier. The next day, they got a lawyer in front of uh, in a judge with, with that young man. And you know what? The, the judge said, Hey, you know what? Thank you so much for your service. We're just going to write this off for you. Go serve our country. Now that wouldn't happen without legal shield. Okay. That type of stuff happens all the time. I have literally hundreds, probably, probably close to a thousand testimonies of people, experiences, contract review. Randall and I have used that. You know, all these things are available for 25 bucks and it's actually a little cheaper in Canada, okay? A month, that's it. That's why I sell it because I'm so sick and tired of people being treated like crap and getting taken advantage of, you know, for things that they don't have to. I mean, I've used it on eBay, you know, bad customer service, but it's, for other things, one of my friends I signed up, she was having problems in her apartment, you know. Um, at Christmas, it was too cold. They provided this little heater for her. And then there was some pest issues. And I kept telling her, sign up. They'll go ahead. They'll call your your uh, your um, manager and he'll take care of it. You know what happened? She called me up the morning. She saw a snake in her house, an apartment. A little bit hysterical. I want to sign up. Can I sign up? There's a snake in my house, just so you know. She signed up. Guess what happened? The attorney called her landlord and things got taken care of. Just saying. We shouldn't have to live that way. You know what? But you know what? Hey, lawyers are not bad people. Um, they get a bad rap. But the majority of what lawyers do is help people. Contract review, do wills, stuff like that. So do me a favor and sign up for it. I will tell you why this month is super important because this month, what we're doing, we have a special promotion going on, which for me is kind of important. I support a nonprofit organization. It's called Camp Horizon. And what it is, is a ministry that helps 
um, children with cancer. It sends children with cancer to camp and their siblings. The kids with cancer get to go first. They go, they go to a camp all week and then um, their siblings, their brother and sister, who are often forgotten in these families, Camp Horizon sends them to camp so that they can go and have fun. Um, I'm actually sponsoring this camp as well because I was so touched by the fact that this nonprofit organization takes the time not only to care about the kids with cancer, but the siblings. As a therapist, you know, having worked with kids, you know, brothers to sisters of those who, you know, have, have, kids with cancer, you know, it's heartbreaking because those are the left behind kids too. They don't get the love and attention. But here's the thing. I need five sales this month to qualify for an entry uh, in order to win a gift card to win uh, to give to Camp Horizon. You know, I have to get into the entry. So I, so here's a couple of ways. I either need five sales and I'm four, I need four now because I already have one to get in and or if I can sit down with you, show you what it is, and give you more detail about what it is I offer with identity theft protection and Legal Shield, I can take those presentations, add those up, and for every five I do, I can get a ticket into that drawing for those kids. So, so this month, that's what we're doing with Legal Shield. So, I mean, you know, if you're interested, if, if you're somebody who's been thinking about it, this is the month to let me at least share it with you personally. Uh, if you're not, then that's okay. Um, you know, you could probably donate to wherever you want. I'm picking this camp because it's local here to Tennessee, literally in our backyard. And, um, it's not, not every, literally in our well, backyard. it's not in our backyard, but it's close to where we live and it's doing great things for kids with cancer. And I don't know about you, but you know, it, it's cancer for an adult is one thing, cancer for a kid, quite the other. And, uh, you know, and what better way to give joy to a child than to support something? Um, and, you know, honestly, I'm just going to be honest. I literally gave a whole paycheck to this to sponsor this. So I need to make that money back because I literally moved with my heart. And I was like, oh, what did I do that for? Uh, seriously, I'm just being completely honest because I don't make a lot of money. I basically took our sponsorship from Ariel and gave it to them because I was like, oh, man, I got to help these kids, you know? So, um, anyway, so if that's something that, that you, you know, feel led to do, then just get in touch with me. If I can share it with you, five of you, then I get a ticket. If I make five sales, I get a ticket. So just think about that. Okay. So Ariel Ministries, thank God for Ariel. Um, they love us and they've been helping support the show. And so if you want to support us in another way, buy stuff from Ariel so that they know that you appreciate them supporting our show. I mean, you can save 20% when you use the coupon code Bible news. And, uh, and I highly recommend anything. Uh, one of my favorite resources from them is the highlights of the life of Christ from messianic Jewish perspective. Uh, if you get that, I guarantee you, if you read it and study it, your life will change. Just saying it's a great, great study. Uh, the third thing is that if you want to donate directly to me and Randall, you know, because of putting on the show and supporting it being here every day or every weekend now. Look, I'm going to be honest. The reason we cut this show back to only a weekend is because we we have to work extra because we don't get a lot of donations. But those of you who um, like our show, you're here all the time. If you would just commit to donating something, that would definitely help us out. 
Um, and you can do that by signing up, becoming a pillar of the community. Five bucks, 10 bucks, 20, 100. I don't know. And you know what? I hate to, I hate to say this, but since we stopped doing five doses, five days a week, we actually lost a couple of our pillars. And some people stopped giving us as much as they were. So that hurt us a lot because we really depend on what we do and we're working, we're providing this for you as a gift to you, but also because God's telling us to. So, you know, if you like what we do, go ahead and donate, you know, because it really does help Randall and I. Fourth way you can help us is, you know, Randall does video. I don't know if you guys are aware of that, but Randall's super talented. Uh, he can create video. He can put music behind it that he created. He is a master at marketing stuff. And um, unfortunately, we haven't had a lot of money coming in the last four months. Uh, and this is one area where he is very, very gifted. So if you happen to know of anybody who needs any video, uh, you know, hire Randall. Consider Chapel Hill Media, his company, you know, to make some type of video. You know, it doesn't have to be. I mean, Randall, you can explain more what kind of videos you make. But look, I think part of our issue is we haven't told you enough what he does. And maybe you guys know some companies or you, you have a need for video that Randall can, can make for you. And that would help us too, because any way that we can make money would really be helpful. So, okay, go ahead, Randall. Yeah, I'm all about solving the problem, solving the problems of business, uh, using video, uh, and face it. I mean, video is where it's at today. There isn't going to be less video as time goes on. And, uh, you're probably watching this program on a mobile device. A lot of you, and mm -hmm. people are living there and if you're scrolling through your feed do you stop and read all the text or do you look at the video that comes along um you know, study after study shows that the the video is what attracts people the most gets the most engagement so i have done a lot of video for businesses and um and for solving their problems, uh, a problem I often solve with the video is time. Well, how do you solve time problems? Well, I've made uh, videos for uh, trade shows where a, a company will uh, take this video, an explainer video, show the trade show. And what that will do is that it helps them... Um, uh, What's the word I'm looking for? Um, you know, basically figure out who's there just to get the you know sign up for the giveaway or pick up the swag, you know, or or that are actually interested in the product because if there's a one or two minute video there playing looping, the people that stand there, you know, and check that all out, you know, they're probably interested in the product. And if that video answers all the basic questions about the product or service. When they engage someone at the booth, the uh, you know spokesperson, salesperson, whatever, all those basic uh, questions have been answered, and they can deal with the uh, particular uh, pain points of the of the prospect uh, regarding the product or service that they offer. And then I have made videos to use in sales meetings and a similar kind of thing. Rather than show the same old boring PowerPoint and this is the history of our company and this is kind of the general things we do, whatever, and people are snoozing in the conference room, you know, basically start out with the sales meeting with an engaging video that tells those things, tells the story, and... Um, 
and gives the basic information that asks those frequently asked questions and and then they can address the particulars of the company particular pain points in selling their product yeah. or service so um you know that's a, that's a time and money situation anyway so my specialty is making short format videos for business uh, in a way that helps them achieve the goals that they want to help them to be more productive, um, help with their sales, um, those sorts of things. So, yeah, uh, there you go. Yeah, I have an animal. Yeah, you do. My cat. I don't know what it is, people. 4 a.m. What time is it? Nine o'clock. <laughs> cat likes me. Yeah, he does. What animal doesn't like me, though? By the way, did you guys see my Facebook? Okay, I am going to do a story, but I got to share yesterday. So yesterday, my dog Grover comes running into my house, jumping up on my couch, and he's got this big thing on him, like that big. I mean, it was huge, about that big. <laughs> and I, I don't, you know, my glass, I'm like, what? Is this like, okay. And so I was like, ah! And I'm like, like that. And Grover leapt off the couch. And I was like, wait, was that a leaf maybe from outdoors? Maybe that's what it was. And so I said, come here, mister. So he comes up. He jumps on the couch. And again, this big, I looked on that. And I was like, there's a bee on my dog. And it was a bee. Oh, my gosh. So I, I yelled up. I was like, Randall, get down here. <laughs> and so he gets, he gets down here. And Randall. He's my hero. Yeah, he is. He takes a cup and he scoops this big hunkin' bee up. And <laughs> meanwhile, Grover, he's like, whatever. And, I have a bee on me. I don't really care. What? An eastern carpenter bee. Oh, gosh. Anyway, ugly thing. But anyway. um, Yeah. Beauty's in the eye of the beholder, right? Yeah. It's kind of attractive. Okay, look, I want to get to this story here. Okay, um, because let's talk about the Boy Scouts running the largest pedophile ring on earth. All right, so this is here. Lawyers for hundreds of abuse victims urge Congress to act. This was about four days ago. This article came out over on World Debt Daily. It says here, um, claiming to represent hundreds of sexual abuse victims, an organization called Abused in Scouting, called on Congress to address what it calls the largest pedophile ring on earth. At a press conference in Washington, D.C. on Tuesday, AIS lawyers announced their first lawsuit against the Boy Scouts of America. The Daily Caller reported. Yeah, they did. Uh, let's see here. Okay, Gideon, I think some people want to see your face. Okay, turn around so they can see your face. You're drooling on me anyway. No, you don't want to? Come on. Don't be scared. Show your face hard to hold him this way all right there he is <laughs> i think look say hi say hi to everybody okay look there you are okay anyway oh gosh he's drooling on me not ugh. nothing like slime all over me okay are you ready to get down get down okay oh you can sit on my lap okay sit on my lap anyway Back to the story, people. File in Pennsylvania. Yes. Filed in Pennsylvania, the suit alleges the anonymous plaintiff uh, was assaulted hundreds of times by a scout leader in the 1970s. Lawyer Stuart Eisenberg told reporters 
the team has the file of some 350 alleged predators from 48 states and the District of Columbia. Each one of these 350 abusers has probably dozens of other victims who have not come forward, he said. Well, I can tell you from my research that the average pedophile molests at least 100 people before one person comes forward, just so you know. By the way, I was one of those people that came forward. Uh, it says here, more than 800 people between the ages of 14 and 88 have reported to AIS they were sexually abused as scouts. Um, these men, said lawyer Andrew Arsdale, can still smell the scent of the man who crawled into their sleeping bag. And it says here, lawyer Tim Kostnoff said the sheer volume of allegations to I to rather AIS makes Boy Scouts the largest pedophile ring on earth. Lifted ban on gay leaders. In 2015, the Scouts Executive Committee unanimously approved a resolution that ended the organization's blanket ban on gay adult leaders, allowing individual Scout troops to set their own policy. The same year, the Scouts reached a settlement uh, with the family of a California man molested by a Scout leader, squelching an opportunity for BSA files documenting suspected suspected abuse to be made public in 2017 the boy scouts announced it would accept transgender members biological girls who identify as boys uh, this year on february 1st the iconic organization officially changed its name to scouts bsa after announcing two years earlier that it intended to welcome girls in its ranks doesn't this irritate the crap out of you it does me I mean, why have Girl Scouts of America if you're just going to let them go into the Boy Scouts of America? I mean, people, this is ridiculous. Anyway, on Tuesday, the AIS lawyer Kosnoff said that despite rampant abuse in the Scouts for decades, Congress has provided no oversight. He said the Scouts began keeping records of abuse at the time of its founding in 1910. Hmm, kind of interesting. But in the 1970s, Employees began destroying evidence if the victim was 80 years old or older. This kind of abuse dwarves what we've seen in the Catholic Church cases, Kosnoff said. Let's see if that's it, because there's 5 million. Okay, that's it. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, I have, um, for years, told people, cat hair, just so you know got in my mouth <laughs> to get your kids out of the boy scouts get your kids out of the girl scouts don't be buying anything from any of them i don't care if you like children give somewhere else you know give the children hugs or something just don't be molesting them don't buy their cookies they're way too expensive and by the way if you want thin mints all you got to do is go to aldi's they have thin mints there for 99 cents a pack of 50 they're the exact same thing they're brand labeled for Aldi's. By the way, a friend of mine in California actually told me this. Mm -hmm. So it's the same cookie. If you really want to get the Thin Mints, you don't have to buy them for five bucks or whatever it is, you know, from the Girl Scouts. Just go to Aldi's and get them for 99 cents. Just saying, people. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if it dwarfs. I mean, I'm just reading the article, so... Uh, yeah. Yeah, peanut butter patties, too. Every brand they actually have there, I believe. See, I, I stopped going to all these because they're there, Tommy. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, 
All right. Okay. Let's give you some good news. I want to let's talk about the Pennsylvania court rules that seal with a cross can stay for now. All right. I gave you that story, right? Bareface you have done. Nope. I didn't? Nope. Okay. Well, hold on. I'll give it to you right now. Let me go over there and send it to you. It's not that long anyway. You don't really need to put it up. But anyway, okay. So it says here, this was ChristianHeadlines.com. And this was published yesterday, the 9th of August. It says here, attorneys representing a Pennsylvania county have argued that the local authorities should be allowed to keep displaying a cross symbol as part of its official seal uh, due to it being a representation of history rather than religion. Isn't religion a part of history? I don't know. It's kind of puzzling. Anyway, according to the Associated Press last year, lawyers urged, see, lawyers, see, see, are you noting here how lawyers are good people? Not all of them are bad. These are good lawyers. Okay. Anyway, last year, lawyers urged the panel of the third circuit u.s court of appeals to reverse a previous decision made by a lower federal judge who ruled that the county removed the fixture yesterday the federal appellate court agreed with county lawyers rejecting a claim from an atheist lobby group which asserted that the cross symbol should be censored from the official seal the original complaint was filed by the notorious freedom from religion foundation or frefra for short <laughs> which argued that the displaying of a cross signified an endorsement of Christianity and thus violated the constitutional guidelines regarding the separation of church and state. In September 2017, Judge Edward Smith agreed, noting that he was bound by legal precedent to side with the Wisconsin-based atheist group, even though he did not believe the symbol violated the Constitution. According to Beckett Law, the religious liberty firm representing the county, the seal has been in use for over 70 years without any complaints. Hmm. Beckett Law also explained the significant history behind the cross symbol, noting that it represents the county's early German settlers who fled persecution in their homeland by seeking religious freedom in America. Okay, I'm not going to read the rest. But what I will say here is this is good news, and it we really should be rejoicing for Pennsylvania. Um, and I will say that, you know, there's been this movement over in China, which, by the way, China, uh, China owns our movie theaters, by the way. China, China owns Hollywood, in case you're not aware. But that's another show for another time. Um, China actually recently started taking down crosses all, all across China off the churches. Well, let me ask you something. What if that started happening here in America on a big scale? Have you thought about this for a minute? Have you thought about the churches that don't display a cross that are believing that are Christian churches? Have you ever thought about that? Have you ever wondered why some of these churches take the cross you know, out of view. I mean, I go to a church, frankly, that has a cross, which I'm happy about. I live in the South, but in California, a lot of churches, they meet in like gymnasiums and stuff like that. They never display the cross. Do you think that's on purpose? I think it's on purpose, especially in these seeker-sensitive driven churches that care more about building business and not disciples. You know, 
they created a church environment where seekers come in to find out about God, but they actually subtly take God out of the service. But anyway. All right. One more thing. You want me to do that article? Okay. Yeah. So last article. I hope we can get through it. If not, we'll go over a little bit. And then tomorrow we'll do this other one. Okay. So my friend Olivia, uh, Mel, uh, Olivier Melnick, uh, he wrote this article called, Can We Really Coexist Today? You guys can see the, the article right down there. See that coexist thing? Now, how many of you, just for fun, that irritates? <laughs> Put a five if that irritates you. Uh, yeah, it irritates me completely. But let's, let's read what Olivier has to say. He said, he said, many people have been exposed to the bumper sticker that says coexist using symbols of various world religions and worldviews to spell out the word. The letter C is a crescent moon representing Islam. Uh, the letter O is the peace symbol. The letter E is, is male, female symbol. The letter X is the star of David representing Judaism. The letter I is a pagan Wiccan symbol. The letter S is a Chinese yin-yang symbol. And the letter T is a cross representing Christianity. The implied message is that no matter what or who we believe in, or even if we don't believe in anything, we should be able to coexist. Philosophically, it has merit. And as humans, we ought to be able to coexist on our shared planet. In a sense, we are coexisting by virtue of existing and sharing the real estate that Earth provides for us, but maybe our coexisting stops at that level. And maybe, just maybe, this is not such a bad idea. Coexistence requires tolerance, respect, and compassion from all parties. These virtues are very biblical, even when people fail to make that connection. Outside of defending ourselves from our enemies, the Bible teaches us to respect our fellow man. The very fact that over the centuries people have twisted the scriptures to justify their actions uh, doesn't make the biblical record into a manifesto justifying a destructive agenda. Scripture tells us that the greatest commandment is to love God and the second one is to love one another. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment, and the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. All of the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. Yeshua even took it one step higher, saying that we are even to love our enemies. In Yeshua, we see the example of obeying the authorities, overcoming evil with good, and standing for justice and healing for the helpless. Those strong ethics have long have 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 long been a strong foundation for Western civilization, even though the freedoms they have rested on have more recently been eroding. Now it seems that the group that is targeted the most is the Jewish people. And by the way, Olivier Melnick is also Jewish. He's a Messianic believer, like me. <laughs> Although I'm this much Jewish, but still I claim it, people. I do. Anyway, to a degree, we, we are all targeted by all the letters of the co coexist acronym, radical Islamists, liberals, LGBTQ, atheists, and even some Christians. While each of these groups can and have displayed anti-Jewish sentiment, the most lethal is from Islam. People continue to be scared of saying it like it is, but the vast majority of the recent deaths in the Jewish communities of the world are from people who are, who 
at the very least, call themselves Muslims. How do we coexist when one party worships death and the other party values and respects life? It is literally impossible unless the meaning of coexistence becomes redefined, which is exactly what radical Islam is trying to do. If tolerance becomes a one-way street, we are then forced into tolerating an ideology that is foreign to Western values. In essence, we are tolerating the intolerant, and that leads nowhere but down the spiral of civil civilization demise. So no, I don't believe we can go coexist unless we share similar values. Right? I agree. He goes on to say, when I moved to the United States from France in the mid-1980s, I was looking forward to integrating into the American way of life and American culture and customs. I eventually became an American citizen, even though in the privacy of my own home, I enjoyed French music, music, movies, literature, customs, and language. I can coexist in America as a French expat, even though I am legally American now. My coexistence is based on the respect of others and the price I place on human life and dignity, all of them biblical values, by the way. By the way, I, I can say this too, just kind of a little tangent. Randall and I have a friend who, um, who just became an American citizen. Where's he from? Africa? South Africa, yes. South Africa. Okay. So this man who lived under apartheid, right? Right. In South Africa understands mm. what it's like to live under oppression. Is he a believer? Um, I believe so. I think so. <laughs> anyway. So anyway, he, this guy, we won't say his name, but what, what we will say is yesterday he was at a, or whenever it was, networking meeting, um, and he was talking about, he was so proud, you guys. He had his oh. American... American lapel flag, pen, lapel yeah. pen on with his business stuff. And, and he was talking about how he's a citizen now. And, and he said, you know. Well, he was asked. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. But, well, he was asked, what what do you think is, is the biggest difference? I'm trying to remember the exact question. But basically, what is the difference between uh, what do you see now as an American citizen you know, compared to anyway whatever the form of the question was he says the people who are natural citizens don't get what they have they don't understand right. the value of what they have as american citizens because everywhere else in the world where he lived and he's traveled quite a bit um he says it doesn't measure up to, to the freedoms we have here to the um economic uh blessings that we have here um just so many more things. And because we don't understand and appreciate what we have, uh, we're in danger of losing, losing it. it. Right. And you know what? I have Virginia Prodan, who wrote the book um, Saving My Assassin. She came out of a, a, a country where she was persecuted for her faith. Um, and, and like I said, we have former Muslims on our show who come here to kill us, but God saves them. They get it. Right. They get what's going on. But anyway, back to this before we go on another side trail. But my point is just don't be like take being an American for granted if you are. All right. So when I OK, go on with Olivier's thingy here. He says, when I say that we cannot coexist, some will quickly succumb to the temptation of labeling me a racist. That's inevitable. But that is also inaccurate. 
The only group that I believe we cannot coexist with is radical Islam, and they have proved over and over that they don't play well with others. But please don't call me an, an Islamophobe, a racist, because Islam is not a race. Islam is an ideology that includes a religion, among other things. There are Muslims all over the world, and their ethnic origins have nothing to do with their indoctrination or lack of. I also do not want my statement to be seen as an invitation to exclude, expel, or exterminate. This was done to my people in the 1930s and the 1940s, and we know it didn't end well. We just need to be more careful about what we allow people to get away with. I am greatly concerned about the lack of discernment our world is showing. I am not even speaking of biblical discernment here, but simply the ability to detect if people mean what they say and say what they mean. By the way, just so you know, I mean what I say and I say what I mean. <laughs> I don't get people that don't. In fact, I'd kind of like, like to smack them. Anyway, if Islam is indeed the religion of peace, uh, where are the millions of moderate Muslims when a voice needs to be heard to fight anti-Semitism? Radical Islam has given other Muslims a bad rep, but that could be could easily be rectified if the other Muslims would speak up against the abusers. I just don't see it happening, except in, in very few cases, and I mean a handful. Well, the reason why is because if those moderate Muslims speak up against the Muslims who are actually practicing Sharia, then the Sharia practicing ones will kill the moderate ones, and so the moderate ones know not to speak up because they want to live, just so you know. Anyway, to quote a Russian proverb that was made famous in English, by Ronald Reagan, trust but verify. I want to play well with others and I want to give them the benefit of the doubt. Forgive me for checking their intentions. I want to coexist, but I'm not sure we really can anymore, at least not in the pure sense of the term. And I will say this, I'll add to what Olivier says here. As a Christian, their, their scripture and God's word that tells me that yes, I can coexist with people if there's actually true tolerance, but tolerance has been redefined to mean you agree with me or I shut you up. I mean, you shut up or you agree with me. It's it's not actually a true tolerance, but it's been redefined, right? So, <clears throat> you know, when people of different religions and stuff actually tell me that there are many ways to heaven and many ways to God, that I need to believe that crap, then I go, I'm sorry, but the Gospel of John chapter 14 verse 6 says Jesus responded to a question and he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but by me. So just saying, you know, and there is no other name under heaven by which man can be saved except the name of Jesus Christ. So you cannot tell me that there are gazillions away to heaven because there's not. And by that very proclamation, it is hard for me to coexist with people who are intolerant of my worldview and my religious beliefs because they don't believe it. And they want to shut me up and not allow me the right to have my worldview. Um, and that is where the line is being drawn because you have a bunch of apostate people in the church who will not stand up for that one true God. 
they won't stand up for Jesus being the only way. They're like the Oprah Winfrey Christian of the world, the new agey Christian with no brain where they're, you know, they, well, there's many ways to God. No, there isn't. There's many ways. The Bible says broad is the way to destruction. Narrow is the way to life. There's a reason for that. If somebody calls you narrow-minded as a believer because you believe in that one way, go, yay! Thank you. I'm so glad you noticed because the Bible says narrow is the way. People, not broad. What the heck would be the point? Why would Jesus die for a broad plan of salvation? What would be the point of that? He would even have to die. He wouldn't even have to die. I mean, it'd be like, well, whatever, huh? You know, I mean, hmm, how many ways can I let people get to me? You know, I don't think I'm going to die. Hmm. But I can have a gazillion different ways, right? Yeah. That's not how it happened. You know what? The Jews are God's chosen people. The Gentiles have been grafted in. Jesus is Jewish. He loves the Jewish people. He loves the Gentile people. He says, hey, to anybody who can receive me, you can become a child of God. Not anybody who, you know, feels like, you know... They want to do anything. You actually have to receive Jesus to become a child of God. John 1, 12. Right? Okay. And just take him at his word. You know, believe, receive. Follow him. Become a disciple. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, <clears throat> I could go on and on, but Randall's giving me the like, let's end the show sign. <laughs> but anyway, so tomorrow I actually have this article it's titled LGBT Movement Goes Beyond Acceptance to Seek in Totalitarian Power. So we're going to talk about that for sure tomorrow. We'll have a little bit of a Bible study as well. And I will say that uh, hopefully we'll have some good, well, I don't, I, there's never good breaking news. You know, it's not like they're going to get on the, you know, media and say anything good. You know, if it bleeds, it leads, unless it's the blood of Christ. <laughs> But if you think about it, if, if, it, if Jesus bled for you and died for you, don't you think that should lead your life, people? Hmm? Yeah, it does. <clears throat> your mama's Jewish, your grandma. That's nice. Yeah, my grandma was Jewish, too. Um, I'm pretty sure of it. So here, let me uh, go back here. See if there's anything I need to say. Yeah, um... <clears throat> Aaron, right? Aaron says, we, we Christians need to come together so we don't get taken over by the Muslims. Well, here's, here's one thing I know, and I'll end the show with this. The Church of Christ is never going to be exterminated. The body of Christ will never, will never die. You know, the church, the body of Christ, the bride of Christ, the church is never going to die. You know why? Because the head died already and came back to life, people. Just saying. You can't kill something if the head is still living. And he conquered death, which really irritates Satan, which is why Satan's trying to kill everybody in the world. Just saying. <laughs> so open your Bible, people. Read it. All right. And uh, tomorrow we will be back, Lord willing, at 8 p.m. Central Time. And I hope you guys have a good evening. Thanks for tuning in. I really appreciate it. I also appreciate you guys liking the show wherever you're at on whatever platform it is, sharing it out. And again, if you haven't gotten on my text message list, text 
Bible News to 33222. Get on there. And I will give one more plug for my Unstuck Club coaching call, um, which is text uh, Team Unstuck to 33222. But I only want you on that list if you actually plan on joining the call and um, and, and are going to do something. Okay, I don't want you on there because I don't want to waste my text messages for people who aren't actually going to be on my call. Um, so Team Unstuck to 33222, go there. And um, and we'll see you tomorrow, okay? Remember, be bold, people. Stand up. Stand up, people. And go. Go with God, people. Because he loves you. <laughs>